Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 14 of He Book, She Book. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about NXT In Your House and the follow-up show that just completed on Tuesday. I'm Mike. And I'm Becca. And we have a lot to go over. There wasn't that many matches on TakeOver In Your House this this past time. Uh, there wasn't any pre-show matches either. Yeah, I thought that was bizarre, but there was a dark match that was referenced on NXT that we never saw. We were so confused when that got brought up, too. We were but, like, like, I've also seen, like, video of it, so it's very confusing. But, yeah. like, regardless, it really doesn't pertain to In Your House at all, because it really didn't happen yeah. on the show. Like, but when actually even was it, though? I'm guessing it was before they were airing it. Like, like a, dark matches are usually before or right after. I doubt this was after because it was a live crowd. So it was like a pre-pre-show? Yeah, it was just, it was a dark match. So it was okay. just not a match that we saw. Uh, we did see five very good matches. I love the pace of the show. All these NXT shows are yeah. always so well-paced because there's not a lot of downtime. Even mm-hmm. on like NXT's weekly show. It kind of just keeps progressing, uh, which we'll get to, including the ridiculously satisfying return of Samoa Joe. Oh, I'm so happy. Which we will talk about later on in the show. It's the most exciting thing that's happened on NXT this week anyway. It's the most exciting thing that's happened in WWE in a while. Yeah, it was It was everything it needed to be. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that later on, but we have to start off with MSK and Bronson Reed. Yes. Versus El Legado del Fantasma. This was an all or nothing match. Mm-hmm. Which I don't think we've seen anytime recently. Mm-mm. Definitely not in NXT. This was for MSK's tag team titles and Bronson Reed's North American Championship. If or whoever wins gets all of that. Yeah. So I love these type of matches. It though. was They're such so an interesting fun. Yeah, because you have a a trio. You have a legit faction yeah. with Legato. And you have kind of just like a, a smash together, you know, Bronson, Reed, and MSK, but they're feuding with a faction, so you might as well put it all on the line, but I feel like it never happens that way. No. It just worked out perfectly. Yeah, it, it worked out perfect. It was a great match. Yeah. Bronson, Reed is so big. It, yeah. But like, he's, I don't know, there's something about him. He's got something. I can't put my finger on what it is exactly. I love the way he moves. I love that splash as a finish. It looks so devastating. What is it so that Angelo says? He's, they, they got grit. I, I don't <laughs> want to say grit. I hated that whole thing. Uh, I'm not going to say grit. He's got he's got it. Yeah. He's got something there. He's got there. it, for sure. And, yeah, Bronson Reed and MSK get the win. They all retain their gold. Mm-hmm. And it was everything it needed to be. Yeah. I, I, I love the way MSK sold the splash. Mm-hmm. Bronson Reed comes off, splashes... And they just, it like an earthquake happened. Yeah. And I think they're call it, they call it the tsunami is the name of the finish. And I just. It was great. I, I'm in on Bronson Reed. I'm in. Yeah. Uh, my girl Mercedes Martinez and yes. Zia Lee were up next. And Zia Lee had a very interesting entrance. Yeah. She had Mei Ying, who's like, I guess, who's been like training yes. her. Yeah. And then Boa. Is some guy that was just there a big too. Guy. He yeah. was just a big guy also that was trainer, there. Um, Zia Lee looked like a totally different person. She yeah. had the coolest hair I've ever seen. Uh, she just all around totally different person than she was before. And because she wasn't interesting at yeah. all before, they gave her no- all they kept saying about Zia Lee mm-hmm. 
was this is the first Chinese WWE superstar. Yeah. That was her gimmick. That's so crazy. Which is just stupid. Yeah. But now they actually gave her a real gimmick. And, and it's awesome. I'm it's into it. It's for weird because like she doesn't wrestle like what you'd expect. Like she wrestles like a wrestler, which is a weird thing to say. Yeah. But it looks like she's presented as more of like a martial arts fighter. Mm-hmm. And like her finish is cool. It's basically the SOS. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kofi Kingston's finish, but. I loved the whole presentation of it. Oh, all of it, it was awesome. And then she wins. Yeah. And that was great. Well, I think that's where we're at with Mercedes. I have a feeling Mercedes is coming up. Uh, coming up where? She ha- we have seven people on SmackDown. That's a good point. Yeah. We need to bring people no, up. I don't She's think- on a losing streak. Bring- get her yeah. out of there. I just feel like her job is to... Yeah. Make the like the younger girls look better. Yeah. It's like she did that with Raquel. Yeah. She's she just did it with Zaya. Like, she's the gatekeeper. She's yeah. like the, oh, like, work with me, I'll she's make the you Dolph look Ziggler. great. Exactly. She's mm-hmm. like the Dolph Ziggler of the women's division in NXT. And that's nothing against Mercedes. She's no, fantastic. No, I love Mercedes Martinez. I love her. And she... I think that's why a little bit wants out. her up anyway, because yeah. I want to see her on a regular basis. And she still came off looking strong, because Xia mm-hmm. gets this win, but Mercedes beats this shit oh, yeah. out of Mercedes and Boa. No. And did Mercedes beats the shit out of Zaya. What did I say? You said Mercedes beats the shit out of Mercedes. She did not. <laughs> she didn't beat no, herself she up. She didn't beat herself up. She beat up Zaya Lee. And then she's walking back up the entrance mm-hmm. where Mei Ying is just, you know, hanging. And Mei Ying gets up. Yeah. Ominously. She's, yeah, she was creepy. She looks almost exactly like the ring, the girl from the ring. Mm-hmm. And she just very slowly gets over to Mercedes and then just tosses Mercedes. Like, like through the barricade, nothing. basically. So or I into the know, barricade, at least. I don't know what Mei Ying's thing is. I don't know who Mei Ying is, either. Me either. I haven't looked it up, either, because I don't want to know. I feel like there's, like, that, like, I like the mystery of this. I only looked up, like who she was and as far i got her name and that she was basically the trainer which is honestly all i want they told us that on like on the show anyway and i still was just like but who is that and then i was i cared more about the match then and then at the end i was like but wait who was that though (laughs) so that's all i got um but yeah so i'm interested to see if like are they always going to be with xylee now well they they have been for like, we haven't been tuning in a ton to NXT, yeah. but they have been all together for a minute now. Uh, but Mei Ying's never gotten up. Mm-hmm. And it we didn't get any follow-up on NXT, NXT on Tuesday, Mm-mm. which I thought was weird. But yeah, they didn't follow up with that at all. And I'm into, I like Xylee. Yeah. I like her presentation. I'm into the like, she, she has a gimmick. Yeah. And it's is, a good she's one. not just a random person. Mm-hmm. She's not... Casey Catanzaro, she's not Caden Carter of like, oh, they're like, these are great wrestlers, but they have nothing character wise. Yeah. And when you finally get given something that she can like work with, because she looks like she's into it, mm-hmm. it's working for her. What do we have up next? The ladder match. Yes. Cameron Grimes versus LA Knight for the million dollar championship. And you love ladder matches there anyway. There is nothing I love more than a ladder match. Mm-hmm. I don't care who's in it. I know. I don't care what it's for. I love ladder matches. This was. The, I was more, I anticipated this match more than any other match on the card. Yeah, it was so funny though because we we're sitting there and you're like, every time there was a ladder, <laughs> you were like, that that briefcase is too high. That briefcase was too high. <laughs> and 
said every time a ladder came, ladder came out, they're like, they, the brief, no, the briefcase is too high. They need a bigger ladder. And all of a sudden, <laughs> they have the biggest ladder. So oh, I was right all, all along. That's all you saying the whole time. They need a bigger ladder than that. It was. It looked so high. <laughs> and every time they brought in a ladder, I'm like, that's not a big enough ladder. to mm-hmm. get. Like, they're going to have to stand on the very tippy top, <laughs> yeah. and that's dangerous. But then they ended up getting, which was also my problem, why weren't all these ladders gold? I know. Have, have we, wait, have we even talked about... This match was between L.A. Knight. <laughs> yes, I did. Uh, for the Million Dollar Championship. Yes, L.A. Knight which, and Cameron Grimes. We should Cameron probably Grimes. fell into. So, yes, the Million Dollar Man, legendary WWE Hall of Famer, years and years ago, 80s, I guess, maybe early 90s, the Million Dollar Championship that he introduced, he claims to have spent, like, 400 grand on it, but, like, I don't think that's true, because it kind of <laughs> looks shit. And everybody else is like, no, it was more like 10, maybe 20 grand. Either way, he finally brings this title back. Mm-hmm. All because Cameron Grimes is rich now, in real life. He was uh, one of those GameStop stockholders. Yep. Is now a rich man. Mm-hmm. And he's been feuding with Million Dollar Man for weeks now. Doing like back and forth, like he tries to get into a club, Million Dollar Man has rented out the club. Things like that. Just... Million Dollar Man's up, one-upping the richness of Cameron Grimes. L.A. Knight is just a cool guy. It's yeah. <laughs> like he gets introduced. He's basically like a rich, cool guy, mm-hmm. like a Dan Bilzerian kind of. Like we don't know what he does, but I guess he wrestles. Whatever. But either way, he's it rich worked. too. And the Million Dollar Man decides to settle the beef between the two mm-hmm. by reintroducing the Million Dollar Championship, which we, which we haven't seen since. Yeah. Ted DiPiazzi's son mm-hmm. held it like 10 years ago, who doesn't even wrestle anymore. And what a, like, what a crazy, just out of the blue thing to have well, on NXT. I think that's something that NXT really brings to the table because, like, Triple H and Shawn it's, Michaels are yeah. in charge of this. So they're like, what haven't we seen in a while? What was a lot of fun? Yeah, like, what oh, was really cool? Let's yeah, do that again. Let's do that again. We haven't seen that in so long. And, they're they do such a great job. Yeah, they're doing like, a I fantastic just, I love job. the idea. It's so out of nowhere, and then mm-hmm. they put it on the line in a ladder match, which they put the belt in a case. Yeah, <laughs> which was like weird because you don't have to do that in a ladder but match. But it's with so belts. it's such a flimsy belt mm-hmm. that maybe they were like, this shit's gonna just yeah. like collapse under the fucking thing. Um, but yeah, La Knight gets the win mm-hmm. with the golden ladder. Yes. Which was just the perfect height. <laughs> he was a little... He had a little bit of trouble with it, but he still figured it out. LA Knight is your million-dollar championship holder, million-dollar champion, I guess. And on Tuesday, mm-hmm. Ted DiBiase is, you know, giving it up to LA Knight. Like, you're going to take, you know, the legacy of the million-dollar championship, blah, blah, blah. LA Knight's talking about how Ted DiBiase was his hero. Yeah, he was like, I'm all banged up, but it was 100% worth it. I got to meet my hero. When we were playing on the trampoline as kids, one of us was always Ted DiBiase, which I feel like is bullshit, but whatever. Whatever floats your boat. Yeah, whatever floats your boat, man. And then he says he has everything he wants, Mm -hmm. so now he's going to drop everything he doesn't need. Yep. And he drops Ted DiBiase flat on this 60-something-year-old man's back. Yeah. Ted DiBiase took a real bump, mm-hmm. which, like, respect to Ted DiBiase, looked like it absolutely took the life out of him. Yeah, well, 
It, he attacked everybody around the ring. And then Cameron Grimes ends up, like, coming out and attacking Ellie Knight and, like, protecting DiBiase. And mm-hmm. when he's, like, holding him, I'm sitting... <laughs> like, I was like, I is know. he smiling? Is he okay? Like, Yeah, Teddy DiBiase was either smiling or grimacing in real pain. <laughs> yes. And we couldn't figure out which. I Like, I was like... Should I be concerned about this man, or is I he am. just like here having a good time? Like I, I, I don't know. It's been a while since we've seen him, and he took a, he took a he real took a book, like a good one. And yeah, La Knight is playing the perfect heel here. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like they were doing a heel versus heel because Cameron Grimes. If you're like the rich, pompous, cocky guy, you can't be a face. Yeah, and it looked like they were doing that with L.A. Knight and Cameron Grimes, but you have to switch one of them. Mm-hmm. So you might as well get Cameron Grimes, who is over with the fans. Yeah. And is a little bit more country boy, mm-hmm. like, lovable than L.A. Knight is, because L.A. Knight's like the... I don't know what to... He, he's like a Bradley Cooper, like a B-plus <laughs> Bradley Cooper. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. It's just... It's so much... L.A. Knight is playing a great heel. Yeah, he's doing a great job being a heel, and we can turn Cameron Grimes to a face easier than we would be able to turn He's going to defend the legend's honor. Yes. That's going to be his thing now. And, yeah, I don't particularly like the name L.A. Knight. Mm -hmm. Sounds a little weird to me. Yeah. But I love the guy. Yeah. I think the character work, his in-ring work, I think this guy's like an actual star. Like oh. NXT champion future star. Let's see where it goes from here. I mean, yeah. there's nowhere to go but up. He's a million dollar man. Or a million dollar champion. Yeah, which I can't wait for him to drop that to Cameron Grimes. Because mm-hmm. if this is if that's not where this is going, you might as well have just ended this feud anyway. Yeah. But have Cameron Grimes win it. Let him defend it. Let LA Knight go to the next level because we're starting to get... Well, we'll talk about the NXT championship in a minute. Yeah, but I mean, eventually we could throw Ellie Knight in there and hope for the best. Yeah. You know? Uh, well, we could talk about the women's championship, Raquel yes. Gonzalez versus Ember Moon. And I I think Ember Moon is amazing. I think she is such a great talent. I thought this match was amazing. I did think that Ember was going to win at one point, And then, you know, Dakota Kai comes in to defend Raquel in, like, the smoothest interference we've ever seen. Honestly, the... <laughs> I was on the couch like, that was smooth as shit. Yeah. So like Raquel was, or Ember's covering Raquel, mm-hmm. and she's doing, the, Dakota's doing the classic, I'm going to put my girl's leg on the ropes, the ref won't see it, mm-hmm. sneaky heel move to keep the match going. She did it in like the most, like, I'm going to run and fling this leg. It was so fast. It was crazy. so smooth, and like... If the ref wasn't looking for one second, it looked like Raquel just did it herself. Yeah, like, there's so many times where it's like it kind of looks shit, where it's like they're putting the foot on. It's like, oh, well, look, look at the look at the foot. Yeah. No, Dakota was just hit and run, mm-hmm. got that leg on the rope, and yeah, the difference again between you and me is you you watch this with your heart. Yeah. Ember Moon wasn't winning this match. No, and I knew she and wasn't. You know gonna, this, I knew but they that. got you. But, yeah. They got you for a second. They did. But you know what? It was cool because they got me with, like, a... And then Dakota Kai comes in with this, like, dope move. Yeah. So it was fine. But, you know, I I do love Ember Moon. Who has the coolest finish probably in all of WWE, really. hmm And she goes for it again. Yeah. Raquel catches her. Mm-hmm. This chokeslam powerbomb that I love. 
Well, Beth Phoenix loves it, too. Who doesn't love this move? <laughs> Beth Phoenix was just like, that is such a badass move. It's like, so the whole time. And she gets the finish. She gets the win. Mm-hmm. Raquel Gonzalez retains. And yeah, keep feeding her these people that the fans love. Yeah. She, they're two for two for you. Yeah, they, they fed her Mercedes. They I fed know. her Ember Moon. Who, who do you? Who else do you love on the main roster that Raquel Gonzalez can beat? What other women on the main roster or on, brought, the, NXT? I'm sorry, on the NXT roster? What other what I... other face women can we can we feed to Raquel that you would think is gonna win? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the only other women that like I mean I love Candice, but she's doing her own thing. I can't think. of I don't know if Tegan Knox is ever coming back or if her knees are cool. I feel like she's not coming back. <laughs> but whenever her knees seem fine, I'm, yeah, like, I did that'd like be a good her. one. She has the Dakota Kai thing already. And here's... So, there was a like, very short 1% battery thing. Mm-hmm. And then an 11% battery thing on the NXT. It was like they were very small, short vignettes. Yeah. During NXT. One said it was 1% like battery loading. Mm-hmm. The next one was 11%. So this looks like it's some kind of countdown to somebody either debuting or returning. Mm-hmm. I have no guesses, but Tegan Knox has been gone for a minute. Listen, they can return, like anybody can return or anybody can come in, but they need to take some of those girls and put them on SmackDown. They do. That's like- for sure. Bring in new people to NXT and take some people from NXT and put them on SmackDown. And it's a shame because Ember Moon was on the main roster for a minute and they just weren't using her. Either. So yeah. they moved her back down and, and I'm She's fine with that. She's yeah. great in NXT. I, yeah, I am sad now that you're actually making me think about this. I am two for two here. Yeah, because it's not going to be EO because we already did the EO thing. Yeah. Well, she's EO's a, back. She's another one. Yeah, EO's back. EO's back now. She's going to be working with Candice, it looks like. Yeah. Candice LeRae. Um... They had a small interaction on NXT. Candice came out just interrupting EO's uh, return. Mm-hmm. And I love Candice LeRae. Yeah. And I love the way it's all very funny. Mm-hmm. Johnny Gargano and Austin Theory and Indy and Candice as your women's tag team champions. It looks like either we're getting a one-on-one feud Candice and EO. Mm-hmm. Or it's going to be Candice and Indy versus EO and... Zoe Stark, who came out to get the save on Zaya, or not Zaya, Io Shirai. Yeah, because Candace and Indy were both attacking her. Yes. So her friend came out to help. And Zoe Stark comes out to help. So, like, it might be something with a tag team there. It might be a one on one between Candace and Io. Um, I'm not really sure where that's going now that I'm thinking about it. I don't no, I I mean, think I'm of any other women. I'm definitely more interested in, in just Candace and Io. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, Moving any of these women up, there's plenty of talent in NXT oh, yeah. that they can move some of these people up. And it doesn't look like Io's going anywhere, but I feel like she needs to be one of the one of them that goes up sooner rather than later. Yeah, I'd like that. That would be cool. Uh, I know we talked a lot about the like some guys going up too, but the the men, even the men that were in this championship match, the five way match. Yes. I don't see any of them like wanting to leave NXT because we have Kyle O'Reilly, Johnny Gargano, Adam Cole, Pete Dunn, and Kieran Cross. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, no, none of them are going anywhere. None of them are. None of them are going to come up. Like, no. I know we said the last time when Kieran Cross beat Finn Balor that we were like, all right, Finn might come back up. We don't know what's happening. Which with we Finn. haven't seen him since. 
We haven't seen him since. Maybe he'll come back up. Maybe he'll just pop back up in NXT later. And we've said a few times that, like, we thought Adam Cole was going to come up to the main roster, and he didn't. No. And he's, you know, now he's back in this championship spotlight that maybe we can get LA Knight in to stop it being from these five guys again. Yes, yeah, so we have this five-way, which, as you said, carrying Cross, your NXT champion, defending against Pete Dunne and Kyle O'Reilly and Johnny Gargano and Adam Cole. Yes. Baby. Yes. <laughs> so, as I'm watching this match, all I kept thinking is that the least impressive person in this match... <laughs> Contributing the least in terms of wrestling and psychology and story in this match is your NXT champion, Karrion Cross. Which is crazy. So I loved the build-up to this, especially the Adam Cole part. Yeah. Adam Cole is the biggest star in NXT, straight up. Don't care. He, he deserves Adam a Cole better is, title than that, I feel like. He's so crazy good. His promo versus Karrion Cross from a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. When he told Karrion Cross that NXT goes above and beyond to yeah. give you all the production, all of the flair, all of the push mm-hmm. it can the theatrics, to make you look special. Mm-hmm. And the only thing you need to make Adam Cole look special is to ring the freaking bell. And it's so true. Yeah. Karrion Cross, nothing against the guy, so much production. Yeah. Has this super long entrance. All the smoke, all the lights. He's got the gorgeous wife with him singing, kind of. It's lip syncing, but it w- is her singing. Very yeah. weird. The fall and pray thing, I don't understand. It's very ascensiony mm-hmm. to me. He's your NXT champion, and he multiple times was taken out of this match. Yeah. And would just come in and, you know, wreck house and then leave again. And he ends up getting the win. Mm-hmm. And again, like, Pete Dunne. Was incredible in this match. He always is. Johnny Gargano. Mr. Wrestling. Yeah, he's not going to let you down. No, just the best. Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole basically had a whole feud within this match by themselves. Mm-hmm. Which carried over to NXT. Looks like that's what we're doing. We're doing Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole. Get both of them out of the title picture, right? Mm-hmm. Which again leaves some kind of opening in that title picture. Karrion Cross gets the win by choking out Kyle O'Reilly who is also trying to submit Adam Cole. If Kyle O'Reilly lets go of Adam Cole, Adam Cole could have saved this match. Yeah. But Kyle O'Reilly hates Adam Cole so much <laughs> that he will not let go. And instead, passes out mm-hmm. to lose this match. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. Cool, but cool. Yeah. You know? Cool. Like, cool finish, but ugh, Yeah. Whatever. Um, yeah, just, I'm just not, something's not clicking with Karrion Cross to me. I like his intensity. Oh, yeah. Like, and his promos aren't bad. No. That... I don't, like, there's nothing promo-wise that I don't like about him. He looks super duper generic. Yeah. But, like, there's nothing, like, he's not a bad wrestler. Mm-mm. He's not a bad promo. I don't know what's not clicking. And I think some of it is the overproduction, this TikTok. Yeah, it really could be. Because like it looks like he's a supernatural character, but he's not. Because mm-hmm. he wears suits sometimes. I don't know. Something's yeah. not clicking. Either way, we end the night with Mr. Regal. Mm-hmm. All night, there have been backstage brawls 
between the competitors in this five-way match. Yes. During all of In Your House. William Regal can't take the mayhem anymore. There's been too many things going on backstage. He can't handle it. He thinks there's, it's time for a change. Yeah. That's how we leave In Your House. That cliffhanger mm-hmm. of is William Regal retiring? Yeah. Is he What's quitting? happening? What's happening? But we also know, rumor has it, Samoan Joseph mm-hmm. is back in NXT. Which leads us to all think, Samoa Joe's going to be the new general manager. Oh, yeah. Which, great. Yeah. Nothing better than Samoa Joe. Get him out here. He can just talk to people. He can be threatening. Sucks that he's not going to wrestle, but whatever. Yeah. We'll take it. William Regal comes out on NXT crying, talking about his grandkids, talking about how he wants to spend more time with them. He can't. He's done so much for NXT, he can't do anymore. Yeah, he's given all that he can give. Given all he can give. He's and, not capable of giving us what we need and, and what we then, deserve. And then that bastard carrying cross yep. <laughs> comes out. With his beautiful wife. With his beautiful wife in a nice suit, still for some reason gets smoked during his entrance, but I whatever. I know. He, Yo, he was like, tell him you're done. I'm, like, right, here's the tell thing. him I'm the best and you're done. Like, he, I loved what Karen Cross was saying. But you know what I found annoying was like... Bro, he was trying to tell us he was done, and you interrupted him. Well, no, he wanted him to say, Mr. or Karen Cross, you were right. Yes. And Karen Cross loved the promo, loved the intensity. He's Mm -hmm. got that psycho killer thing going on. It's very cool. Again, I don't know what's not connecting for me. But before William Regal can speak. But before Karen Cross was even done speaking, he gets interrupted by Mr. Samoa Joe. The music hits. It's oh. as recognizable as anybody else. And all crowd, of us. It doesn't matter. The, We're all just Joe, yeah, Joe, The small Joe. crowd goes nuts. Oh, uh, we the went Joe nuts. Stan, the Joe chants start, and Samoan Joseph is back in NXT, released in April, mm-hmm. while being an announcer for Raw. Mm-hmm. Which we talked about at the time. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Releasing Samoa Joe. Idiot move. Like he's such, not even people. Such a dumb move. Like he's and not even people. Samoa Joe is back in NXT. William Regal offers him the GM spot. Yeah. Samoa Joe says no. He doesn't want it. I don't want the GM spot. I respect you too much. Mm-hmm. Which, when Samoa Joe is in NXT, not sure how much he respected <laughs> William Regal, but whatever. Whatever, he's here. Now he's, he's here, here to make everybody else respect Regal too. Yes. So Samoa Joe gets in Karrion Cross's face. He's going to make everyone in NXT respect William Regal. Mm-hmm. So we don't get a title. No, but and Regal said that he's not allowed to compete, though. Not allowed to compete. So he's not allowed to be a competitor, and he's not allowed to lay his hand on anyone unless he's provoked. Yes. So is he an enforcer? He's like a security Like Regal security. He's like a one-man security. He, you only need that one yeah. man. And, like, I just kept saying, I was like, is he, like, the William Regal's personal respect obtainer? Yeah. <laughs> but he's just, like, he's just the threatening force behind William Regal now. Or in front of I William I just want to know why he's not allowed to compete. And I haven't looked into it. We would assume it's an injury-related thing. It has to be thing. an injury, right? Because and otherwise, why would he have been an announcer for so long? Exactly. So, I mean, the reports are it's, it's probably concussion-related. Uh, yeah, and we're that makes very, sense. very careful about concussion-related things. But that doesn't rule out that he could mm-hmm. wrestle again. Yeah. 
So there's always that chance that they could clear him. They cleared Daniel Bryan. Yeah. They've done this before. They cleared Christian Cage for his comeback. But it does say a lot that he didn't go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Which means that, listen, if he's if WWE's not clearing him to wrestle, he probably shouldn't be wrestling. Yeah. So if some other place was going to offer him money to wrestle, it's kind of weird. Might as well just go back to the WWE. Yeah. Light schedule down in NXT. And... Yeah, he's just the respect getter, which like, we see later in the show. And, you know, he's not allowed to lay a hand on anybody unless provoked. Unless so it's provoked. Like, it's not that he's not wrestling at all. He's still going to get some of these, like, fun he's backstage He's putting his hands things. on people. He's putting his hands on people. He does this tonight. One, he bitches out Karrion Cross, makes Karrion Cross leave oh, the ring. Oh, yeah, for sure. I thought he was going to hit Johnny Gargano at one point. Cause, like, oh, cause God, that was so funny. Gargano and Austin Theory are just, like, goofballs. <laughs> they just come in, Joe, Joe. Yeah, Joe, Joe. they're doing his chant, and they're like, we're so excited to have you here. And, like, yeah. I thought Joe was just going to turn around and be like... Just bitch slap him. Yes, yeah. just, like, one hit, one and done, and no, he just kicked them out. He's not provoking him. Johnny no. Gargano's a fan, as we all are. Yeah, and he just kicked them out. He was like, "Get out, guys, get out of here. I don't want to deal with you. And then Pete Dunn walked in. And they just stared they at each other. They just had a stare down. And, like... I'm mad that Joe can't wrestle anymore because, like, I'm staring at the two of them, staring at each other, and I'm sitting here like, what a cool match yeah. that would be. And maybe... Maybe, maybe down the maybe, road we get it. I mean, fingers crossed we get it, but they they were just staring at each other. Yeah. And that's how we left the two of them. We had Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly yeah. fighting backstage. Mm-hmm. Like normal. Oh, my God. They had so many people trying All to pull them off guys. of each other. And then... Samoa Joe comes in, tries to separate them. Adam Cole pushed Samoa Joe. Yeah, wait, Samoa I Joe. thought before Adam Cole even pushed Samoa Joe, because when Samoa Joe came in, he just basically, like, manhandled Kyle O'Reilly like he mm-hmm. was a little child, but just, I thought he was going to go through the fucking wall. Yeah, he just pushes Kyle O'Reilly. He just went into the wall and then just stood in front of him like, you're not getting past me, so sh- sit down and shut up. Yeah. And then that's when Adam Cole came back in and pushed Samoa Joe like Samoa an idiot. Samoa Joe removes the jacket. <laughs> He's been physically provoked and just puts Adam Cole to sleep. Puts him to sleep. Kyle Riley watching like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like two brothers fighting and like the dad comes in and just hits the one. Yeah. And the other one's like, oh my God, I don't want that to happen. Yeah. It was, and like all I kept thinking, we talked about this when we were watching it, is trying to convince Samoa Joe to come back. Mm-hmm. Triple H just meeting with Samoa Joe being like, yo, we want to bring you back, but we can't have you wrestle. But you can put your hands on people. Yeah, on the first night. And we're going to have you not only put your hands on people, we're going to do it on the first night, and we're going to have you choke out Adam Cole. Yeah, he was probably like, sign me up. Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> where, you get to choke out sign? the most over guy on the roster. Yeah. Your first night, it's about as legit as it gets. And you bitched out the champion. Yeah. Who I don't think as of this time has his next challenger. No. But we do know that... We're doing Great American Bash. Mm-hmm. We're bringing that back. Yeah, Samoa Joe, thank God he's back on t- yeah. on television. I don't care if he would have gone to AEW or NXT or wherever. No, I'm just happy to see him. Happy to see him back. And he definitely brings a whole new level of intensity and, and a new, like, just wrinkle in NXT. Because it's no longer William Regal is struggling yeah. to keep... The peace. It's Samoa Joe is forcibly going to keep the peace. Yeah. And I'm here for it. Yeah. I'm excited about it. I mean, that basically sums up everything that happened between NXT, 
the takeover in your house and then the follow-up NXT on Tuesday night. Yeah. We will see you guys again on Monday to cover what happened on Raw and SmackDown. We'll have our own epi- uh, another bonus episode next week for Hell in a Cell. Yes. I'm still so confused that it is in June. Yeah. So that's really throwing me off. But we'll have a bonus episode yeah. for it. And we'll have our predictions up on Sunday night mm-hmm. at He Book, She Book. Yeah. Saturday or Sunday we'll have all that fun stuff up and... That's the end of the show. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at HeBookSheBook. And don't forget to subscribe and tune in every Monday to HeBookSheBook wherever you get your podcasts.